0: Welcome back to the Kinda Funny Screencast. I'm Tim Geddes, joined by the glue, Kevin Koala. The movie bros herself, Joey Noel. Hello. And Nick, underscore, Scarpian. That's it, that's what I get. The everyone else like has the the everyone else has way movie cooler movie, yeah. monikers than mm-hmm. me. He
1: gets the glue; she gets movie bros. You get the underscore, man. That's fair. Always and forever. Yeah, oh, you know this you picked, is how it goes. You picked Dot your nickname net. a long time ago. Dotnet. Yeah. I didn't pick. Good my old Scarpino. the other Nick Scarpino, other guy, Nick Scarpino yeah. picked my nickname <laughs> <laughs> for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of funny screencast. Each and every week, we gather here together to talk about movies, TV, and streaming services. Uh, this week, we already did a screencast. We did the Outsider Review and Spoiler Cast. Uh, that went up a couple days ago. You can check that out. Um, uh, but today, there's just a lot of news to talk about. So it's going to be a very news and big topic-focused things. Are theaters safe? We're going to discuss that today. Uh, is every movie delayed? Yeah, they, they are. All and, of them. Uh, pretty much all of them. Yeah. There's a, there's a couple left. It makes a lot of sense. It's a smart move for them. But, but we'll see. We'll see how this all goes. Uh, you can get the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. You can get it ad-free by going to patreon.com slash Uh Just like our Patreon producers did. Mohammed Mohammed. Justin Toft, Das, Bear, Jew, Blackjack, and Mr. Downtown, Jared Brown himself. Ooh. Gotta love it. You'll love to see it. Uh, you can get this show on youtube.com slash kindoffunny or roosterteeth.com, or if you just want to listen to it, that's fine, too. We have a podcast version on podcast services. You just got to search for Kinda Funny screencast for all of that goodness. Uh, but today, we're going to just jump right into it, All right. There's a variety, is kind of, I think, the best news source right now to keep up with the Hollywood side of things with all the screencast side of things that we might be wanting to do. This they have a bunch of different articles that are kind of like keeping things up to date as they're happening, of like, here's how this is affecting all TV movies and stuff. So we're just going to go through it. And if we want to talk about any specific thing, we can stop and and go and go through with that. Cool, cool. You happy with that, Joe?
2: I am happy with that.
0: Yeah, how are you doing today?
2: I sent you that article well there's more oh there's more yeah
0: so variety has multiple articles of like how it affects different (laughs) it's crazy man it's crazy doing
2: the thing keeping us informed in this
0: so yeah pretty much in the last week essentially um things have went from a month ago small little production things getting delayed here and there to at this point every single movie that has a announced release date in 2020 is boom 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 coronavirus one by one um in tv Wheel of Time production has been halted. I'm unfamiliar with Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time? That was uh. Andrea's Amazon. nerd book thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got yeah. it. <laughs> it's supposed
3: to be really good. I'm very excited to see it. I guess we'll have to wait. Do we, do
2: we know who, what the cast is of that? To like jog my memory, anything?
3: Oh, no. no, like a bunch of people were announced a while ago, but we didn't make news because I wanted to wait till we had a trailer to talk about.
0: But the Prague oh, no, shoot no, for man. that Amazon series has been been halted, and a lot of the stuff is uh, a lot of the international um, shooting things have been. Yeah. been hit another example is captain or i keep saying that falcon and winter soldier um the production of that has been been halted although we did finally get a release date for that of august 21st and uh wandavision for december 20th so we're finally getting there's some good news coming out we'll see if it sticks um other mcu stuff that we got confirmation that Loki's going to be early 2021 so it's exciting that is exciting yeah i have to imagine um, anything
1: that's streaming though they're trying to get out as soon as humanly possible yeah, right. but, if
0: but, home, but if they're still, but if they have to record, still, yeah, that's yeah. the sad thing. That's yeah, crazy. the MCU stuff is very interesting to think about because there's uh, these Layers. things have to come in order, right? Yeah. So right, it's, I right, feel right. like it's going to really have a ripple effect. Um, Law and Order SVU oh, Rip G. production it's has be ceased so sad. Tempora- temporarily. Well, a luckily series. there's only seven hundred seasons <laughs> of that show, to watch. so we'll be okay. We'll be okay. Uh, the Flash currently in its sixth season has shut down production. Uh, source close to the production confirmed the news. Uh, Grey's Anatomy. Uh, sent this email to its cast and crew out of an abundance of caution productions postponed on Grey's Anatomy effective immediately Uh, we're going home now for at least two weeks waiting to see how it all evolves blah 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 Price is Right and Card Sharks production has halted Uh America's Got Talent Family Feud Uh, The Morning Show which did well enough to have a season two um, Uh halted production for now Grace and Frankie Survivor The Amazing Race NCIS NCIS Los Angeles and NCIS New Orleans so if oh, you're gosh. a fan of NCIS. Oh, oh, my poor mother. Yeah, she loves them all. <laughs> all, all three all the NCIS shows is. have uh, temporarily been halted on poor production. Mark Chicago Carmen. Fire, Chicago Med, and Chicago oh, no. PD. are I love are some the of Joey's favorite shows.
2: <laughs> Any news on 911 9-1-1 or 911 loans? I'm
0: not seeing that. I am okay. seeing stuff though on FBI, I New Amsterdam, The Good Fight, uh, Bull, Carnival Row. Oh no. Yeah, and then uh, another a big change is all the late-night shows. So The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon and Late Night with Seth Meyers, uh, both NBC, NBC late-night shows are suspending production through their previously planned hiatus, which was scheduled for the week of March 23rd. Um, they had previously planned to shoot without an audience, but now they're just not doing it at all. Uh, the Late Show with Stephen Colbert... Uh, It's going. It's also gone on hiatus. Same thing. They were going to do it without a live audience, but they just went on. Um, Another example of this that's interesting is WWE um, tonight for SmackDown. They're going to do a, a full episode of the show at the Performance Center at Full Sail University without a live audience, and I'm very. Very interested to see what professional wrestling looks like without an audience. That's
3: really interesting. It's gonna be weird as fuck. It's cool to have a full sale like campus to use. Yeah, Yeah.
0: but it's it's gonna fail. WrestleMania is one of the few holdouts left right now. Like I think WrestleMania, RTX, and Comic Con are like kind of the next on the list. But WrestleMania is early April.
3: (laughs) I feel like we've seen a lot of people be like, "Hey, no, these movies are for sure coming out," and like Vin Diesel himself, right? Mm -hmm. Last week was saying that. And that's been delayed now, and I wouldn't be shocked
0: if WrestleMania also. Well, WrestleMania, where it stands right now, Mm -hmm. is uh, Tampa. the city has said that um, it's not on them. Yeah, that they're not going to say no. So it's on WWE. God, Tampa, which is like an interesting, an interesting move. Um, let's see other shows: Dynasty, Lucifer. They're all being affected. So then, on the movie side, um, some of the stuff coming in as early as this morning. Shang Chi, the Marvel movie, has suspended production because the director Destin Daniel Cretton wasn't feeling well and was told by a doctor to self-isolate while he waited for the result of a COVID nineteen test. So this is just the the main production of the movie. Mm-hmm. The the what do what they call it? A A production because then there's the B. Yeah, they're like like well. I'm, I'm blaming on the, like the A term and right and now. B units, units. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the B and C like first units, first unit and second unit production. Yeah, they're still they're they're still doing production, but uh, it's just the main one is um, being put on hold right now. Um, that Disney's... gives you all
2: time to watch uh, Kim's Convenience,
0: which is and on get Netflix. Familiar with it,
2: and it's so good. Third season came out in the last couple months.
0: Um, Little Mermaid, the live action one, uh-huh. um, has also been the production has been postponed. Uh, Nightmare Alley. But wait, can can the virus live underwater? I don't know I don't know that we have con- Come on, we need a little bit of humor in these Yeah, okay? yeah. bring it, yeah. Bring it to it, is, it. There That's there what is. we got you here for, Nick That's yeah, no, <laughs> big
2: solution for this Everyone just, just lives humor. in the pool
0: um, Nightmare Alley Which is Guillermo del Toro's upcoming uh, productions Haven't heard of it But it is also I don't
3: think we've seen much about it We've just kind of heard that it's going to happen
0: Yeah, and Disney's involved so. Oh, that's interesting Weird <laughs> um, Home Alone There's a Home Alone movie coming out and that, That's being delayed because of production issues uh, Peter Pan and Wendy Another movie I didn't know existed, but hey, it's going to be a while longer till it exists. Then the last duel, the Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, and Ridley Scott film, scheduled for a December twenty fifth release date. It's unknown whether that be affected the by production duel. halting. Yeah, I don't. I haven't heard some that? of these. I, I have no. I've never heard of, of yeah. yeah. Um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kid sequel as well. Um, an untitled Elvis project, which is the new Boz Luhrmann thing. That's the Tom one. Yeah, Tom Hanks. Well, just got it, obviously. Delayed due to Tom Hanks having the virus himself. Mission Impossible 7. ah, The seventh edition in the iconic Tom Cruise film franchise was scheduled to shoot for three weeks in Venice, Italy. However, given that the entire country is currently on lockdown, Paramount Pictures has delayed its production plans for the highly anticipated movie. Uh, That was kind of the first one to really, like, set this all off. And that was before it was, like, understood that this was going to be as big of an issue as it was across Hollywood and everything else. Um, and then some of the movies that I, that I haven't heard of there. Um, but that's all just like the, the production side of it, right? Then, of course, we have so many more delays, including pretty much Disney's entire slate. Mulan, New Mutants, uh, Antlers. No mention of Black Widow. So I kind of want to start the conversation there. Disney releases onward. And it is not doing well mm-hmm. at the, at the box office because people are just not Such going to movies. movies. Yeah. So, which is a bummer because yeah. we, yeah. we really enjoyed that movie. Um, so onward debuted the weekend to 40 million enough to lead the box office charts, but still a somewhat disappointing start given the studio sterling track record when it came to, putting out and made movies and have to just make bank. Mm-hmm. Um, a little extra thing there. Bloodshot came out last night. The new Vin Diesel movie uh, that only had a forty-five million dollar budget, which surprises me because yeah. it looks more expensive. very graphic. And <laughs> heavy, Forty yeah. million of it went just to Vin Diesel's pocket. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it had a one-point-five million dollar opening, cool. which which is good for the projections for that movie. Um but the projections of where it's going to be in the next couple of weeks, they're like, oh, this there's this movie's fucked. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah. yeah like, I mean, there's much. a reason why all these other movies are getting delayed. People exactly. aren't going to movie theaters right now. Yeah. So Mulan being kind of the the one that people had their eyes on for like, are they actually gonna delay it? It obviously being such a instant home run for the Chinese market mm-hmm. and for America as well. Yeah. And so it's like them them delaying it now. Um it makes is, so much sense. It's it's just interesting that they they don't have any any new dates for these movies, right? It's just, like, indefinitely delayed. Well,
3: that's the thing. Like, you have to imagine if they choose a date that's sooner, they might have to push it again. That means a bunch of money in marketing that is then going to get wasted for pushing a date that may not be solid. Mm -hmm. That's, I think, why we're seeing, like, Fast 9, uh, its date
1: is so far away.
2: So far. Yeah, so Universal
1: far was smart on that call. When I heard it the first time. I was like, wow, they're punching it almost in like a year. It's more than a year. Um, a little less than a year. 11 months. Uh, that sounds insane. But then you think about it. You're like, what What if this does last six to eight months? And mm-hmm. what are the ramifications? Not not only that, but like you also have to look ahead and say, if there are also already movies slated for that, that window... How is your movie gonna stack up against that? Now I yeah. think obviously Fast Nine is gonna be a juggernaut no matter where you put it, but if it's up against a Marvel movie, that's gonna take a lot of the sting out of it. So yeah, um, I'm I'm more worried about James Bond, which has already been punted once. Uh, historically, is like a little bit weird with the audience right now, where I don't know how many people are really clamoring for another James Bond movie, and they had a lot of good, uh, you know, a lot of good marketing going into it with the Billy Eilish song coming out. And everyone seems to be pretty jacked up for it. Are we going to be as excited for that now uh, when we go into November with it? Who, who knows? Who knows what the state of the economy or the world's going to be like in November? So I think it's actually smart for Universal to have it as far down Absolutely. the path as humanly possible. What's
2: interesting, though, is I just looked it up. That puts it one or two weeks out from John Wick and the Matrix.
1: That's mm. well. I doubt Assuming the Matrix is going to hit that. Yeah, hit those dates. Yeah, yeah. The but well, the
2: Matrix
3: was filming like a month ago here in yeah. the yeah. Bay Area. I wouldn't be
1: surprised if if that's going to have some. Uh, if that's going to be postponed a little bit as
0: well. So yeah, we is knew, it
2: safe to say that like pretty much everything in production is going to get?
0: Yes, I mean I, I feel like if we're looking at trends here, like yeah. what's happening is the movies that we already know are coming out soon are getting delayed, and I it started with James Bond, which was right. like, hey, that's a movie that we're we were a little away from like mm-hmm. we're just going to punt it though and then then it turned into like every movie coming out in the next two months being delayed that now we're starting to see in the last two days production being affected and it's like it is that ripple effect of okay cool all the 2021 movies that we know about are probably going to be late 2021 or 2022 at this yeah. point and so it's kind of just like everything is getting yes. you can't really ba- you can't really stack them all up
1: one right, after right, right, another right. after another so that that is going to be the issue it's not just this current slate it's the next 2 years of movies that are going to get pushed back and pushed around,
0: yeah, which sucks. It, it absolutely sucks. But I think you're right, Nick. Like, I think Universal making the call, as much as it sucks, because I want Fast Nine now so bad. Um, and God, it hurt waking up seeing that news. I was like, God damn it! But you
1: have to, you have to give it to them. Like, this is their big franchise. This mm-hmm. is their big series, and they know it's going to be a billion dollars. They, they've got are they're, they're sitting there looking at like eight, <laughs> probably anywhere between seven hundred to a billion dollars worth of revenue that they oh, know is coming. They yeah. cannot
0: screw that up. And I think that they're looking at this like they, the the that they put out tickets for pre-release like six months ahead of this movie's mm-hmm. original release they are oh, planning right. we have tickets for it yeah they are planning to straight up yet. dominate oh, the no. box office yeah. like I think that they are trying it to get be, top three spot of uh, of revenue for movies ever and it's just like they need that Universal needs that kind of like
2: to fund everything else that, that power I mean, to, push, like, yeah. to keep
0: going and mm-hmm. it's like I do think this is a wise call it does suck that that means that the future movies are all going to be pushed as well Um, And it's just going to create a weird vacuum right now, and and that's kind of the scariest part when we're looking at theaters and we're looking at distribution services of, like, how does this actually affect things come two years from now when we're seeing where all these movies are at, where there's all these plans based around having revenue to support the next thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely.
1: Especially for Universal, where it's like – where Disney, I think, out of all the studios, is the one that can weather the storm the best. They've got – All of these amazing movies that they could definitely push and their shareholders know, I I assume, can realize where the situation's at and can look at 2021 and go, okay, we're going to take a hit in 2020. Everyone's taking a hit in 2020. But 2021, they're going to, you know, if they punt all these movies to that that slate, they they know they've got that revenue coming back in. I don't know if I can say the same for Universal and Sony or Paramount.
3: Yeah, I think that Disney's in the best position because they have Disney Plus and Hulu where, like, you got to imagine people are going to be home watching movies. Right. So, like, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a boost to these services. Hulu, Netflix. Like, well,
1: not only are they going to be home, but their kids are going to be home yeah. too, right? As we're closing yeah. schools down, what, right, what do yeah. you do with your kids? Ch- your put them kids, in front of the TV. Put them in front it's of the like TV. Netty, right? It's like a nanny. It's a a
0: babysitter that doesn't talk back. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, we're, we're going to jump around a lot in this episode, but I, I think that that's the interesting thing is like, while that's true, what if this shutters the theater industry? And sure, they're making money on Disney Plus, but where they were making Disney Plus money and theater money, they're now losing out on that entire theater thing. They're going to take that 2020 hit. But what if this leaves us in a world where a billion dollar box office isn't possible anymore? Because there's just not... there's no more box office. Exactly. No. Right. That, that is a
1: possibility. I mean, I, I don't know the economics of theater chains. And I, we were talking yesterday, obviously, AMC is the biggest chain. Um, in the world right or at least one of the biggest ones it Um, is the biggest right now so i I feel like amc could probably weather the storm but the smaller theaters i don't know if those are going to be able to exist it's fine if it's a month or two but when people start punting major franchises an entire year how long can the theater last with empty seats yeah i mean i can't imagine there that these a lot of these theater chains are sitting there with so much cash and reserves that they're like Okay, we we can weather the storm for 2 or 3 years, but I think this is going to be cataclysmic for the theater industry.
3: Now, there is one thing that I think that helps theaters like AMC or Cinemark, the, the bigger theaters that have the subscription services. I don't think that people are canceling like are smart enough to think like, "Oh, I should cancel my AMC because I'm not going to go for the next mm-hmm. month." So, yeah. they potentially might still have some revenue coming through. It was there. something
2: that I was thinking about last night of like oh, should I cancel it? Like, I'm not going to go to the movies anytime soon. But then they also have things on the back end of, like, their terms of service of, like, if you cancel, you can't re-up it for three months. So it's like, is it worth just, like, kind of waiting it out to mm. see if this is going to, yeah, what I, this is going to look like in three months yeah. or next month? Or should I think I, it, I think it is,
1: personally, because I think, obviously, we're, we're talking, as we're recording this, by the way, we're uh, we're sitting on the cusp of, if it hasn't happened already, the, the president potentially say, declaring a state, state of emergency. Of emergency yeah. um, so I think we're starting to get into the roughest portion of this. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm just speculating. I'm, I'm hoping this is yeah. as as bad as it gets. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a fingers crossed life. If
3: things stay the same, I feel like two weeks or a month from now, things are going to be a little bit more hectic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so...
1: My hope is that we're, you know, uh, the month of, what are we, in March right now? Mm-hmm. The month of March is the hardest month. April, we get hit a little bit, and then everyone starts coming back online mid-April to late April. But that is that is very conservative, wishful thinking. Yeah. Um, already the economics of this are going to be echoing for the next six to eight months if not for the next two to three years I mean well, I you know, this long-
0: this is a, a big statement but it, it's real it's like so 9-11 happened mm-hmm. and it changed the world and it changed the economy and it changed every single industry in some way or another right Disneyland closed one day because of 9-11 <laughs> Disneyland is closing two weeks Disney World is closing like yeah. this, this Paris, weekend is going to be yeah. the first time since the 60s that, there, that a Disney park in the world is not open and it's like That is just an example of like, damn, if it got to that level, there's so much money just with Disneyland. See how much that trickles out, though, right? To like every other aspect of the world's economy, right? And it's just like, man, 9 11 was an event that happened. This is a, when's this event end? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like every day there's new ramifications to this.
1: And the hope, you know, the hope from a more positive standpoint is that people look at this and go, oh, wow, we are, are, we're not prepared for something of the scale, a pandemic of the scale. To hit the United States, our healthcare industry needs. To, we need to take a hard look at that. We need to take a hard look at basically just how we are responding to this right now, and hopefully learning because this, by the way, is not the last time a, a massive virus like this is going to affect the world, like we've seen. But
3: it is the first time it's happened. It's the very in first time like, in my uh, lifetime, yeah, I've ever seen in times, the United yeah.
1: States. Uh, of course, what well, we had SARS, we had MERS. Those, but were, those, those were lo- more localized yeah. as far as in, in, in different regions. But mm. yeah, this is uh, this is going to be. This is going to be like, this is going to change the world
0: for going forward, for sure. Looking at Black Widow, you have to imagine that Disney is being very choice about their decisions about that movie right now, with that movie being in May, which is further out than most of these. Fast and Furious just kind of got ahead of it and and, and ran with it uh, by just punting it a year and getting getting that date next year. Uh, But with Black Widow, The final trailer came out, and we've learned Disney does it where the trailer comes out with ticket sales. Ticket sales weren't there, Mm. and I think that that was definitely on purpose of them kind of, like, trying to wait and see. See how it is, yeah. Because as of right now, it's still sticking to that May release date. Like, Disney announced all these production delays and um, the um, release date delays, but they didn't mention Black Widow, and that's definitely, you got to imagine, on purpose, right? Like, they do not want the MCU plans to... To change, and it's interesting to to keep an eye on this and see like what ends up happening there. On the other side, we have DC, uh, Wonder Woman. Like just today, they put out a new poster, and the poster still has the June date on it.
1: So it's like, but it's also possible. Like there there is, and granted, I think it's a very, very small, a huge risk with a small window of an opportunity where if you do do the timing right, if this does subside and people go, okay, by June we're. Everyone's feeling like let's get back to work, let's get outside, let's go back to the movies. You could fucking dominate if you were the only movie in theaters, but that's a huge risk. Yeah, but to I, be yeah. I, from I, don't, I don't risk.
3: necessarily feel like that's how like people's minds work. I feel like that's the kind of thing that, like it's gonna be like small steps, where it's like okay, I guess I have to go back to work now, and that doesn't necessarily mean like oh, I'm gonna go hang out in a like room with you know two hundred other people. Like you know, because like there's still oh that no risk for sure involved, for sure like, for
1: sure, and I'm not saying yeah. that you absolutely should. I don't yeah. I don't I don't think that timing is going to work out. Yeah, I and know, if I were that, an executive the... sitting at Warner Brothers, I'd be like, we need to take a hard look at our slate and really really push those to a window that we feel is going to be is going to be good. But like we said before, if if you could be the only game in town, that'd be amazing. But if not, if you're punching to next year, you're going to have steep competition to go up against, even more so than any other year we've ever seen. Mm. I mean, think of all the movies that are being postponed. But I don't know. I feel I just I feel so bad for. Everyone who has been production on these movies right. or, you know, was looking forward to them coming out. It's just really, really myself included, like not that I was worked on them, but I'm, I'm looking forward to Wonder Woman 1984. I wanted Fast and Furious. I'm mm-hmm. a huge James Bond fan. And the fact that we're, I have to now wait, you know, eight months to go and see this <laughs> and potentially have it be threatening to the series, because if this next James Bond doesn't do that well, how many more do they have in the can? Whereas like with Mission Impossible, you're like. It's gonna be dope. We all know it's gonna be dope. I'll wait for that. But with Bond, I always feel like Bonds on such thin ice when it comes to like how you know what I mean. Like the I don't cultural know
2: cultural relevancy. Like Spectre
1: didn't do that well. It's not that culturally relevant anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skyfall did well, but Quantum didn't do that well. So they're always like hit miss, hit miss, hit miss. That I'm like, and you know, Daniel Craig doesn't want to do it anymore. I don't know. I just feel like yeah. this this is this could be bad for the series. I mean, for th- sure. that's the
0: thing is like even for like the huge the huge guys. Like imagine if like, Black Widow were to. Makes six hundred million, right? Like that, and I guess Black Widow is probably on a smaller. I'm sure it's smaller, but imagine imagine it makes three hundred and fifty million. That'd be bad, you know. Like that would that would be horrible for them, and it's like that that would definitely change so much. And that that's interesting thing that a lot of people have been talking about is like, okay, so at what point do we just put these movies on? Streaming services, like, oh, we have Disney Plus, we have Hulu, whatever. It's like, I don't think that's a solution, especially mm. not for these big movies. I think like, it's
1: a solution if you have – not for the big movies. The big movies, you have to have that theatrical window. For the smaller movies, that's where I start thinking. Like, if I were the producers of A Quiet Place 2, mm-hmm. which I have to imagine had a budget of 30 to $50 million, something like that, right? But, like, could I look at that and go, let's just – let's hedge our bets, let's let's cut our losses, and let's put it out on streaming and hopefully, hopefully make our – our money back to a degree, maybe not a profit, but at least break even with the marketing that's already gone into that. Because, like Kevin pointed out earlier, marketing dollars are a huge amount of these movies' budgets. Now, obviously, when you when you're dealing with Black Widow and you're dealing with a movie that has a 200 million dollar production budget, I'm speculating on that. I don't know if that's what, how much it costs. Uh-huh. you know, you gotta you gotta assume 50, 60 million of that's going toward or no. uh, extra on top of that. Yeah, is it's, go on, it's toward, on top, like th- when, marketing right? and in
0: review. When when I read the the budgets, that's production budget. Yeah. Like the marketing
1: budget is. More than yeah. that. so, like, imagine if, and that's why whenever we say, Oh, a movie has to make three times what it was production budget, that's to be people go, No, that's crazy. No, that's that's true because they put hundreds of millions of dollars yeah, sometimes behind marketing for this shit.
3: Sorry, I spaced out for a second, but it, I, I think it's usually double or no, 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 sorry, budget. not double, but the same as the production budget.
1: Yeah, fair. I, don't, that's I don't why know what they, they do. say three times, right? So, like, yeah. but for a quiet place, right? How much money are they really putting behind marketing that they, they have to be very strategic when they market these movies? It's got Known stars, the first one did well, but it is a sequel to a movie that, like, I don't know how many people are
0: necessarily going to want to n- see in theaters. A lot. I mean, like, so John Krasinski, the director, uh, he he put out a statement. He's like, "Hey, we're delaying this because the first movie uh, relied so much on the theater experience and about around being with people, and it's just like we're not putting this movie out until that." Can happen for the second one because like the right. success of the movie rides on the experience uh, part yeah. portion of this, and like that's super interesting. Where it's mm-hmm. just like th- that movie, uh, another example, no new release date, it's mm-hmm. just
1: delayed. Oh, take a movie like we were talking uh, last week of like those the smaller movies, right? Like the Lodge, which I think you saw, right? Uh or someone else Greg was. Greg yeah. That's a perfect example of a movie where like I wouldn't be surprised if the budget for that was like sub ten million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't have a huge star in it, and that's one of those where it's like, what if? How, I'm, I'm assuming someone's like, what if we just put this out on streaming
0: services right now for 15 bucks? So that, so that's the question though, is like, what does that business model look like? Because there's different types of streaming services, right? You sell to the Hulu or Disney Plus right. or, or Netflix and you get the money that way, or you just put it out for day and date or whatever, renting and buying from right. Amazon and iTunes and all that. And that's the way that, they, that these situations would have to happen. Mm-hmm. Have to, yeah. To, you, to, you can't
1: to... do rental. You'd have to put it out, in my opinion, you'd have to put it out... Day and date when it was supposed to come out in theaters for at least $15. And it has to do that annoying thing where I'm like, I would totally watch this for $5, but it's only for buy. But I wonder if there's a new option where it's like, instead of buy or rent, it is just like, hey, a happy middle ground of you get to just watch this now day and day. Because, you know, there's some there's some that are like $7.99, $8.99 that are day and date with theaters. So they already they already have been playing with that for the last five six years,
0: and it's, it's not just, working. Nope. Like, you like that's the thing is it's like that. Well, I don't, I don't
1: know if it's working because because you have to you have to look at it globally, right? Like mm-hmm. for every big Fast and Furious franchise, that franchise carries all those smaller ones, and those don't have the same economics of it, right? Mm-hmm. So well, there are a lot of these movies, like any John Travolta movie that's come out in the last seven years, that's like, oh, I'm John Travolta I'm working on a fucking high power line, you know? And you're like, nobody wants to watch that, but no one's going to theaters what for that. But there I are some done. hardcore John Travolta <laughs> fans that are like. Maybe I'll watch this for seven dollars right now because yeah, sure. me and my wife, and it's cheaper than a movie ticket.
0: I just think with where things with with how the film industry is right now, there would need to be a seismic shift in the the way that they are actually monetizing the mm-hmm. products because all that day and date stuff's cool and they're making that money, but they are still losing the money of the box office. It's not like, yeah. right now; it's a, in addition to, sure. mm-hmm. and it's like they they need to come up with a solution to like fix that problem because even the smallest movies are, are making. Money at the box office, like it's news when movies like really, really fuck up. Yeah, right? I mean,
1: you, and you, you'd see a lot of these small movies have that, you know, a much more limited run as far as how many screens are on, but also how long they're in theaters for. Yeah, you know, a movie like The Lodge will probably only be in theaters for a couple, couple weeks. weeks. Before it gets phased out, you can't. You can have to go to like <clears throat> the, the budget Embarcadero Theater or whatever. Even Emma, it.
2: I couldn't find it Metreon last yeah. week.
1: And they do that obviously because they they they, look, they sit and they do a cost benefit analysis and go, okay, other movies that we've released or people have released like this, they've done it for a window of on this many screens. For this long, and they make this much money, and we looking at it, they have to guesstimate yeah. a little bit, and then once it's done, boom, they pull it, and then yeah, you can buy it for two or three weeks, and then rent it. Well, and that's you, you that's the those thing traditional like,
0: windows, like with the the big movies. Like I feel like Disney really at this point has this shit on lock, where it's like, cool, we put out the big superhero movie, we make a billion dollars at the box office, then. Three or four months later, we put it on home video. It's like the the turnaround is much quicker than it ever used oh, yeah. to be. Yeah. They get the 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 sales, they get the rentals, and then three to four months after that, put it on Disney Plus. <laughs> it's like yeah, it really is this the big, big question I down. have is what happens if theaters start going down? And that's
1: the thing. And Disney looks at it and goes, "There's a lot of empty buildings right now with yeah. all the infrastructure of theaters. Does Disney start a theater chain? That would do be they start really doing? Cool, especially is
3: with Disney
2: how many... not already attached to AMC in some?
1: I don't think. I don't so. think they're allowed to I, I be <laughs> at this point it's like an antitrust thing <laughs> yeah I mean, you, if you own be- literally every part of the just dist- of like the oh, production, production yeah. distribution yeah. and all that stuff I don't that might that might ring some bells and there uh, were in some
3: but. some laws that like ended last year that like prevented move like Uh, distributors from being like hey if you want to distribute endgame you also have to take these other movies for a certain amount of time well disney famously Mm
1: -hmm. i think was being really really hardcore with star wars and that that peaked really that was like news for a couple years ago where they were like you have to do this on this many screens and everyone's like ah should you really be dictating that like that's kind of a fucked up thing to do for Mm -hmm. theater chains because you're basically saying like i want your you to run your business like this um and i think that the theater chains pushed back on that but i just feel like it's almost like Amazon – you know how Amazon has, like, storefronts now where you can go in and get Amazon books mm-hmm. and goods? Yeah. I wonder how – I wonder if someone at Disney's like, maybe we should buy some screens around the United States or around the world so we can completely control all of that. Because they're, they're releasing a decent
0: amount of product to be able to do that. But totally. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, it's interesting stuff. So, like – doubling down on the conversation of like can theaters survive this like a, a couple other stuff like we've been talking about all the, the different things that are being affected here but sports are essentially canceled at this point uh, mm-hmm. mlb nba nhl All the games are either canceled, postponed. Some of them are doing the. I totally get, by the way, from a
1: production standpoint of like when people say, "Why would they cancel that? Why not just bring the audience in?" Well, you also have to understand there's so much so much staff that goes into staffing these Mm -hmm. things that even for even if you were to pare it down to just the team the two teams coming together in arena, you still have to have the supporting staff of the arena. You still have to have people that are there. You still have to have all the front and back of the office, all these people. The so players? Camera on yeah. The players. At this you know. point, was NBA it players Dave
2: Price? It? One of the players was like, I have kids to think about. Like, I'm not going to risk exposing my family because of my job. Like, It's more than just the entertainment kind of value of it. As
0: of this morning, uh, Netflix is mandatory work from home because somebody at the Netflix building got it. And the same thing with Nintendo. It's someone got it. And it's just like, so it's like starting to affect all these things that are, that are surrounding all these different products, right? And all these different like uh, ways that things work and ways that money is made. It's the revenue streams of, of everything. So it's like no sports means what's that? Hap- what happens to ESPN, which Disney owns. Yeah. <laughs> which So you really got to start thinking about this as like in a global way of like all of this money needs to come from somewhere to, for these companies to be able to survive. The question is, if we're all in this together and it's just, there is an understanding of like, yo, 2020's gonna suck and there's gonna be a lot of issues, does that kind of, what leeways and what, what systems are put in place to protect things like theaters? Because right now, AMC Metreon, downtown San Francisco, giant space. Mm-hmm. If nobody's gonna go watch movies there, mm-hmm. which we're seeing evidence of already with mm-hmm. Onward and Bloodshot, right? then at what point do they not have the money to pay the rent? Of, uh, v- probably very quickly and i don't know well, if they have insurances that would that allow them to do this
1: because i don't know if this i don't know if this cat is classified under an act of god like um but i i can't imagine they can last a certain like longer than six months without having revenue come in um
2: and that's just one theater it would be one.
1: the thing is if it was this if it was just san francisco right mm-hmm. if it was just hey there's an outbreak of something in san francisco like. They can weather the storm because mm-hmm. AMC is so big. You have to remember the economics of it. Like, mm-hmm. if it's not San Francisco, there's like they got probably three or four thousand screens across the world that that can then come into this. Um, same, similar to how like it, it. Okay, you can't get to the Apple store in downtown San Francisco. It doesn't matter because there's Apple stores everywhere. Those, the money that's coming into those stores will go to then take care of the stores that aren't there. And also, most places in San Francisco don't make any fucking money anyway. They're just vanity stores anyway because the rent's so damn high to begin with. But this is worldwide. The problem is the 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 real question is like if they do start bailing, what institutes start getting bailed out by the government versus what doesn't? I don't yeah. think theater chains are going to be top on their list. No, <laughs> I think but more I, about the financial institutes and things like that are going to be the ones protected because those are the core foundation of our economy.
3: I do think that something like this affecting movie theaters in the way it is. I I think that when the world returns to normality, we're going to see better deals on subscription services on like AMC stuff. Where it's like I could see them. Being rolling out like a $10 plan where it's like, hey, go, go to the movies, you know,
2: once a week, once
3: a week for $10 um, or maybe even being more aggressive to try to really get people to jump on that train.
1: I think if you want to get people to come back on the train, you got to do one thing, one thing only. Come see a movie for free. See two, three movies for free. Get people, get butts back That's in the actually, seat. Get people coming yeah. back in because let's be honest, the way they make their money is concessions anyway. Mm-hmm. Get them in seats. Get, start playing crazy movies that, for free. Big Trouble Little China is free at the Alamo Draft House for fucking ten weeks or whatever, so people can come buy beers and get back into it. Yeah. But we're just not there yeah. yet. We're yeah. not going to yeah, be there yeah, totally. for, for a little, little while. Yeah. When
3: Century Twenty, the movie theater in Daily City, opened up, I remember the
0: first. Black Hawk first... Down. Huh? We watched Black Hawk Down. Did we? Siren I yeah. thought we watched right. Free movies, and we got to watch Black Hawk Down. Well, yeah.
3: I remember going to the arcade the whole time, so it was free movies, but it was a canned food drive. So you came in with a can of something, mm. you could go in like that. Would be an interesting move for them to do something so like just that. Get people in, get yeah. people in, and also like seem like a charitable move to be like, oh, we're gonna donate all these monies to or all these foods to um,
2: food banks that food are banks. probably severely Suppleated, depleted. Yeah,
1: yeah. The sad, the sad thing is though, like you know, traditionally speaking, um, whenever there's down cycles like this, usually people turn to Entertainment yeah and you can't Do that now and so that's that's the I mean you have well, video games we have streaming Stuff like yeah, that you yeah you can still
3: do that at home And again I think that like we're gonna see Boosts in like Netflix and the Amazon Prime numbers I mean absolutely couple, yeah
1: inevitably you are yeah, going know. to, right? Like if yeah. you're sitting if you've got two or three kids sitting Time at home, at home yeah. if there's four people sitting at home, you're going to have to be like Suddenly turn on win. Disney Plus. We're watching all the all the princess and the frogs again or whatever the fuck, you know. <laughs> we're going to go deep down the lineup of like old school animation
0: yeah. just to shut these stupid kids <laughs> up. You <laughs> shut them up. So all that stuff's going to happen, but it's like at some point like there's going to be, be that hit but there's just no new content coming through and we're like and that's with video games, that's with everything. It's like Right now, there there's a so much old up. content. No, exactly. Yeah. There is so much old yeah. content. And no, but after I, six, seven
1: I, months of no nothing being produced, you're absolutely right. There won't be anything new. But
3: I, I do and think we'll have that so long
2: until we have new stuff is ready hit to come yeah. back.
3: Yeah. yeah, we have so much old content that is so bingeable. Like, mm-hmm. and like this actually might be good for um, what is it? The Peacock. Yeah. Where, say, Where they have Friends, like seven or ten seasons of Friends that like are twenty-two episode seasons. Uh, You thirty minutes each, yeah. When they get the office, like this, this is a lot of content that people can sit there and just have on in the background. And it's gonna. I think this is gonna motivate people to be like, well, I wasn't planning on getting Peacock, but I've been on Netflix for way too long the last month. Maybe now I'm gonna check out Peacock and see what's Mm -hmm. going on there. I just feel like it's not
1: gonna stem the the bloodletting for for those networks that need the ad revenue of new Mm -hmm. shows coming out. Sure. That's
0: going to be the big problem. I mean, I think at what point? You, I think only... At what point is the Bachelor canceled? You know what I mean.
2: Production of the new season.
0: Yeah, it's like like that thing it's is like imminent, it, and then that's it's like it's all of these like I mean, little. That's things the well.
1: one. That's going to be the final nail in the coffin for Tim.
0: Yo, Fuck no, this virus. No, <laughs> <laughs> but, but real, I mean, that, that wasn't Fast and, and, and Furious. <laughs> furious <was laughs> definitely that's, <laughs> funny, that's a good point. But but no, it's like you know these are things where it's like that ABC's the Bachelor is one of ABC's backbones, and that ABC Disney like it's like right. and all of a sudden Disney is losing. Disney, the new Disney Plus shows that are coming out this fall probably aren't going to. Their movies this year aren't happening. Disneyland is closed. The Bachelor might go away. I don't want to live in this world. What the fuck? But also, real talk, like how long can Disney last with that? Sure, they have a fuck ton of money, but it's like you see George George Lucas just sitting there going, like, how do I buy Star Wars? Oh my god, (laughs) how do I get it
1: back? He's just like, yes, I have twenty billion dollars. I can buy it back. Doing the Phantom Menace part
0: too. It's interesting
2: to think too about like on a different level, like. Do they do an Academy Awards this year? And like, how does all of that stuff That's kind of work? Super
0: interesting too. Before we talk about that, though, think about it. I want to tell you about our sponsors, ladies and gentlemen. This episode is brought to you by Indochino. Making a suit makes me feel good. Does it make you feel good, Kevin? Oh yeah. Makes you feel fancy. Makes you feel like James Bond, and nobody wants to be James Bond more than Nick Scarpino, and he loves wearing his Indochino suits. He Here's the a gray deal. Suit. It was cool. It was. I got a, I got my nice blue one, and it's like a hot blue. It's like a hot teal. Yeah. You know, which is very me. Um, you can get a little monogram, monogram on the inside. Say you can have whatever to say, you want. Say whatever you want, which is fun. Uh, you get to choose from hundreds of high-quality suit fabrics to pick the color, pattern, and weight you like best. This is one of those situations I'm always talking about. People don't think about the weight. You know, fashion, function, sometimes they can come together. You don't need to be overly hot. You don't need to be weighed down. But sometimes you want you want to keep it chilly outside, but you still want to look damn good. Uh, right now, you can get an extra $30 off any purchase of $3.99 or more at Indochino.com when entering code MORNING at checkout. That's $30 off any purchase of $3.99 or more at Indochino.com when entering code MORNING at checkout. They also have shirts. They also have chinos. They got a whole bunch of different options for your wardrobe. Check them out. Indochino.com. Enter code MORNING at checkout. Next up, shout out to Manscaped. Oh, man, we've all been there nicking our nuts. Next thing we know, there's blood everywhere, and it's a scary scene, and it hurts, and then it stings for like a week. Oh my god! No it more Stings of that. so bad. Let's stop that, Kevin. Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. Uh, no more cuts and nicks with Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. This is their third-generation trimmer featuring advanced skin-safe technology, so you can keep your bad boys nice and smooth. One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. And Kevin, let's not forget about that charging stand. You can show your mower off loud and proud because this thing. Is beautiful. It actually is really nice looking. It's that nice silver look where mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm proud that I own this, this lawnmower 3.0. I think it might be the fanciest looking thing in my bathroom. There we go. There we go. Um, man, it's always so tempting to talk about your balls with this. I'm just gonna let that one slide though. <laughs> uh, so many people have written in stories about how Lawnmower 3.0 like made their balls look better, and I appreciate you. Keep those stories coming. I want to hear all about it. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code MORNING at manscapes.com. Uh, your balls will thank you. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code MORNING at manscaped.com. Finally, shout out to Upstart. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out, quite hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows that you are more than just your credit score. They offer smarter interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate. This helped out one of my best friends recently who was going through some issues and uh, they got they consolidated all of all of his debt into one thing. He's been paying it off monthly and it made so much more sense, made so much more easy for him. Uh, they made it fast, simple, and easy to check his rate, since it's just a soft pull. Won't affect your credit. Uh, The best part is once the loan's approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. You can free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. You can see why Upstart's ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot. And hurry to upstart.com slash morning to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash morning. Nick. What's going on out there?
1: Oh my god. Take a wild guess. Take a wild guess what's happening. There's a a fire truck? No, No, someone got in a stupid accident on that same fucking street. No way. Yeah, of course. There's two cars, someone's taking a police report, and there's like two two cops and an ambulance that are out there. I don't think anyone's being loaded. I don't think anyone's being loaded in. I think Bear, everyone's probably fine. Oh, my
0: gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's that
1: damn street. It's like the, the most dangerous one-way street ever. Oh, should be this only, one? Yeah, the
3: one right, yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, the little corner. This little
1: T-string. No, like right They're like taking they, a
2: picture, and then maybe he'll slack oh, it to us so we can wow. see. Yeah, it looks like
1: somebody or like we like, someone or something
0: screen. like that. I don't know. Got it, but got it. Got it. Yeah. That slack it to control, and you can bring it up. Anyways, Joey, you're bringing up something very fascinating. Yes. The Academy Awards.
2: Emmys, the Tonys, now that Broadway shut down. Bad Boys
0: for Life. Picture of the year. I saw someone tweeting uh, that it
2: would be the gentleman. Thank you very Absolutely. much.
0: Absolutely, the gentleman was fantastic. You didn't see Bad Boys for Life, Joey. Joey, you don't know. Bad I boys. did. I can <laughs> confirm. <laughs>
3: Joey, the gentleman is way better.
0: Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see how how they kind of deal with it. Like, not that that's the end. I of the I mean, the, the,
1: world, the Oscars are still going to happen, right? Like, oh, it's still, look at well, that's still that's in January, yeah. um, and. Mm. You know, the problem is that like the thing with the Oscars as well is that you have to remember a lot of the movies that are quote unquote Oscar nominated are not necessarily the ones that have gigantic theatrical releases. So they could still put those out on streaming services potentially, but they do have to have by Oscar Law, they have to be in theaters for a specific amount of time. Oscar Law. Yeah. By Oscar Law. So you have to imagine that like any any movie that's that's gonna do that has to hit theaters for at least what a week I want to say in a specific I think amount it's of streams. two weeks the two weeks yeah um, so I don't know but access to those movies will be easy because they'll be on streaming anyway just like the the Irishman was or any of the Netflix movies. but does are. this
2: finally change the ruling that movies won't have to be in theaters
1: no I don't know I or don't will they make like so, a temporary though. I don't think so though, because thing? I bl- like the Academy is so intrinsically tied to to the to theater chains that I just don't know if they'll they'll do that like it's
2: kind of would a they one just one. Not also, have a, one for a lot, this lot year? of times what would they just not have an academy Award? if this no, I, is like I, I, worst think that, case scenario. I think that they
3: would I think that we're just going to like see a bunch of oscar like oriented movies coming out at the end of the year yeah you're going to see a shitload yeah. of them come out in december right <laughs> for sure just like you always do right i would i more tries
2: to, uh,
1: like november october, october yeah window Q4. yeah Interesting. I don't think we're quite there yet. I, 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 I would doubt if I, I would guess that the people who are doing the Academy Awards because they have to plan it all year. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're still thinking, hey, we're going to execute in, in February for next year because I have to I have to imagine by then we'll have a good understanding of like the do's and don'ts of how this virus is going to affect everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's legitimately a year from now. So hopefully let's put it this way. If we're still in a state of emergency a year from now. That's not going to be good. That's that's like pandemonium at that point. But yeah. I doubt we'll get to that.
0: Yeah, I just I just wonder well, what hopefully the at that point the casualties the along the way are going to be. You're going to half their saying. You know? Like at, at some point it's they like if the, the, if the small theaters are killed yeah, by this. Like I've, sure AMC might be able to push, but like the small ones, it, isn't it like all but assured they're gone? Right?
1: I feel like the, like for San Francisco, right? We have a lot of local small theater chains. They already have a hard time struggling mm-hmm. to get business, mostly because of the complete and total asshole landowners that just want to jack up rates like left and right, just because they think they can. Hey, have fun having empty theaters. what is getting on landowners because it's all—they're just greedy as fuck, man. And like, I, literally, the Clay just went out, or the Vogue, no, the Clay, oh. the one that's on uh, Fillmore Street, mm-hmm. gone. Yeah, and it's sad. Like is that obviously, one of those little shitty theaters that has oh, bad sound super shitty, bad sound, and, like and terribly overly seats. cold, and the popcorn like is the always that we super went stale. To see,
2: like but Back to Future, Back to the Future. With. Yeah, they like, used to do TV midnight showings
1: of like Rocky Horror Picture Show and stuff. They always had, the room was like constantly playing at midnight. There, and granted, these are not necessarily the the highest demand theaters experiences, but like I like being able to like part of the fun of being in a city is that you can get to a theater in like five minutes. You, like I can walk to theaters if I want to and see r- movies that are that are out in other you know major motion pictures that. Just just came out I can mm-hmm. see in my neighborhood theaters but I know for sure the margins of those theaters are very very low those are going to be the first to go for sure amc the regals the edward cinemas the bigger uh, uh
0: theater chains they'll hold on for a while but it's going to start getting dire I mean, I, yeah that's my thing is how long can they I know that they will and I know that there's the infrastructure but like you were saying earlier it's like it's not just san francisco it's everywhere and at some point that's going to affect san francisco most <laughs> because the, where the AMZs are is fucking expensive oh, yeah. areas that it talking Japantown we're talking downtown the like, metreon that that square bl- uh, that
1: block of the metreon where the Mascone center is is probably some the of the most, most expensive, expensive in SF real estate to, to, to rent for as a as a commercial property when people in think America, downtown
0: SF that is what they think about right yeah. it's that in union square
1: right? and the westfield mall i mean that's another question right thinking a little bit bigger like what happens to the westfield mall you know are people going are people going shopping right now i'm not I'm not going to a Nordstrom right now. to try to get shoes. Not worth it. God damn, if I was anyway, if I had stock, I but wish again, I had stock at Amazon.
3: I feel like <laughs> online shopping is still totally a viable thing and It is,
1: until you realize that the the, who's the gonna fulfillment? who the hell's going to yeah, who's no one's going to work and the supply chains get are to break down. Get them
3: hazmat suits, you know what I mean?
1: Well, even that like the trucks <laughs> things like that, right? Like yeah. I, I keep thinking to myself, oh, I'll just order Postmates, but then it's like what happens if Postmates doesn't if someone doesn't want to drive their car to a place and then come interact with 15, 16 different people that day. Yeah. It's 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 crazy shit, but... They
2: announced, too, that they they have, like, different delivery options now where they will just drop it off on your front door and you don't have to talk to anybody. smart.
1: I mean, to be but fair, like I'm not, I'm not terribly worried about, like, taking a bag people. out of
0: someone's hand, you know, but... Yeah. It uh, is what it is. Going back and forth on some other things, something I want to bring up was The New Mutants, which <laughs> at this point, this, I poor, can't this poor cast it. in this movie just has been, they're
1: back. just like, for Christ's Well, I think Missouri. that
3: the whole reason that it's still going to theatrical release is because under contract with those cast members, it was supposed to do a theatrical sure. release. Sure, sure. So that may be the reason why we didn't get it streaming
0: services. Just <laughs> no, that but, is the reason yeah. why we didn't get it for, for streaming services. Dude. Cameron Kennedy had an amazing tweet. He says, yeah. the year is thirty twenty. The average human's eight feet tall now. We can talk to dogs. Flying cars have been long a thing of the past. We travel through tubes now. New Mutants has just been delayed once again to July 3rd, (laughs) (laughs) twenty one. So a uh, history here of New Mutants, uh, it was originally supposed to come out. It was announced on May 2nd, 2017, that April 13th, 2018, it was going to to come out. Then it was going to come out January 11th, 2018 got pushed to February 22nd, 2019 to avoid Deadpool 2. Then March 27th, 2018, it got delayed to August 2nd, 2019 to avoid Dark Phoenix. Then May 7th, 2019, it got pushed to April 3rd, 2020 because of the Disney merger and trying to work through all that. And now March 12th, 2020, it got delayed to God knows when uh, due to the coronavirus. One thing that did come out about this that is Mm. semi-positive is the director reaffirmed this week. That the reshoots never happened. None of that was real. All the bad, like, doom and gloom shit was hearsay. And the, he was like, This is my vision. This is the thing we've been working on. There's just a lot of shit that just keeps this movie from coming out. But he's, and again, it's the fucking director, it's the guy that did it. But he's like, This movie's good. And it is what it was going to be. This
1: movie, and to be fair, it's when you got watch great preview, It has the potential for yeah. being a really cool, unique superhero movie. I want to see it. Yeah. Just fucking put it out on streaming services right now. Watch it this weekend, for Christ's sake.
0: Yeah, like, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I know, I know. But it and, should. Yeah, and I, I do wonder, though, if, if because of this at some point, this does seem like the type of thing that could get some type of, like, okay, well, the, there was the the law there, but we're going yeah, to tweak around and amend middle. that or tweak it. I don't know how that works because I think that it's I think not, they have to pay it's not people, Disney or though. Fox. I think that that is some weird, like, monopoly government shit of, like, because Maybe. of the merger, yeah. they had to, like, some percentage happening.
2: base of X amount I mean, of movies have to see a theatrical. Yeah, resource. the
1: thing too is you're talking about a smaller budget film, and, and I the, the execs must be like, God damn it, this fucking movie is it really worth all this trouble? Is it really worth
0: remarketing it over? I mean, here's the thing it's smaller budget, but it's not was it a 50? Sm- a small it budget at? film. I let me look,
2: you have to wonder if they would have just like. Sucked it up and released it the first time. I like, think they should all of these rehash marketing dollars. If that's really it's going not worth to... it.
1: At this point, no. they've lost money. They're they're not going to recoup their expenses their their money on this movie. There's just no way unless it's a mega hit, and it won't be because it's not going to get a huge push.
2: Unless it's like it one of those like kind of cabin in the woodsy things where they held on to it for yeah. so long until Hemsworth until was Hemsworth relevant. Yeah. yeah, that
1: is super possible. But I think if that were going to happen, it would. They should have put this out during uh, the the Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones when. What's an easy. easy way, way. to not saying she's not relevant anymore,
0: but she's obviously not as high profile as she used to be because her show's not on TV anymore. Yeah. So. Um, some other fun news. In the is Fast and Furious. No. Well, this is this is fun. Okay. This is fun. Uh, can, can we fast- end the
1: show with just going through Vin Diesel's Instagram account?
2: This morning, man.
1: <sighs> <sighs> this
0: morning was weird. What did he, he do? Was? Was he posted a tweaking? picture of him and Paul Walker and it was just like, Paul would have fixed this. What the fuck, <laughs> my, the fuck Paul would have done? <laughs> the fuck was Paul Walker going to do? Jeez. No, it was just like, like Paul said, he would only come back to the Fast franchise if uh, I was producing it, and so we did. <laughs> it's like <laughs> cool, man. Like cool. thanks, Vin, with like a real shitty Photoshop. How like, many fucking on. dabs do you think Vin's doing on a daily basis? I don't know. All of but, them. So you missed this because on Internet Explorers on Monday, um, we Vin Diesel doing the Bloodshot tour. A lot of people obviously asking him about movies they actually care about, like Fast and Furious instead of Bloodshot. <laughs> um, and Vin Diesel going off. He's like, "Look, man." The world needs entertainment now more than ever. I can assure you that Fast Nine will hit theaters in <laughs> like, uh, its original release date. And then, like, can three days imagine? later.
3: <laughs> can you no. imagine being the exec that's like, Vin? Vin? Vin, I know what you said, and I know you meant it. But, but that's just not this. how it works. Like, look at Onward.
1: It's only made 40 million. Like, yeah, it, it's the... not. Somebody sat Vin down, they took the bong out of his hand. And they were like, You're gonna lose your fucking shirt on this movie if it comes out in two weeks. And he's gonna be, he's like, huh, 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 And they're like, just do it. <laughs> just fucking delay it. He doesn't understand what's happening. He's so high right now, he's talking to Paul Walker. <clears throat> All right, so Cheers, here's the, here's the
0: fun news though. While Fast Nine's cast list is already quite lengthy, apparently there's another big name on the list that is yet to be revealed. During an interview with E.T. at the premiere of his new film, Bloodshot, Diesel teased an F9 cameo that is so awesome. He described it as something that will be a big surprise for fans before saying and Nick, hold on to your butt for this quote. It's a testament to the franchise. It's a testament to all the work that everyone has done. And it's a testament to the integrity. As a thespian. Okay. Does he know what that As means? someone who started acting when I was seven years old, it's wonderful to dance with other acclaimed thespians and try to make magic.
3: You think Stallones is dead?
0: Stallone's being means? rumored I, I think and there was, this is also combined with another interview he did where he was saying that um, there's an Academy Award winner that um, is going to be involved and is a cameo and I have a feeling it's going to be Isn't Helen Mirren Academy Award
1: winner? Is it well yours? yeah but
0: she's that's not a cameo she's already she's he's had another yeah, but I think podcast. it's going to be Helen Mirren's husband Papa Shaw and I think it's going to be I always blank on his fucking name. Jim his Michael Kane. Michael. Caine. I'm Michael. Is
3: Caine. married? To Michael Kane. No,
2: but in like, this no, universe, in
1: maybe. Oh, I got it, got like, it.
3: Is he Papa? Sha-
2: is I, he I, like I, badass enough to be Michael Kane? He seems like Michael so. Caine? He always seems so like nice. So,
1: Michael okay. Kane like ends up being the dad of the Shaw Brothers. Gonna, I'm in. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I don't know a ton about early Michael Kane movies, but I think your perception of Michael Kane is based solely off of him being this Alfred. But he used to be a bad motherfucker, bad. No, it's not
2: Alfred; it's something else. Let me look it up.
1: Michael Caine's always been Michael Kane's always been sort of that sweet. Oh, it like, might
2: be based on miscongeniality. Um, okay,
1: okay. So She's yes, Michael Caine. K- Michael, Cain in, his years, cool Michael Cain in his later years. Michael uh, Caine in his later years has taken Some on that of role of the more uh, grandfatherly character. Yeah. But don't go. He was he was a badass back in the set, like the late seventies. He was like, what was that movie? Was movie? He get Carter. He did get Carter. That was him. Uh you they, did the or, or, original
0: do you? Job, right? Yes. Yeah. So
2: do you think we see Keanu Reeves?
0: I think it's inevitable at this point that Keanu ends up in Fast and Furious. I just don't know when it's going to be. I yeah. really
3: hope it's a John Wick cameo. Like he is just John Wick he in this oh Gosh,
1: can you
2: imagine?
0: <laughs> that would be so cool. To be fair,
1: it would be totally it would totally fit in the world. But yeah. I would love it, man. Well,
2: the other thing that popped into my head when I read this is uh Joaquin Phoenix.
1: Hmm. Mm. I hate that. I don't Yeah, I don't, feel think like, that I don't that that. like that, but I, I could think, see...
2: I don't know why. I don't
1: think Vin Diesel and Joaquin Phoenix would have gotten along too well. Yeah, Joaquin's like super so method. It breaks my heart that the, the Rock doesn't get along with him. Oh, the Rock just <gasps> wants really to
0: upsetting. snap him. If Keanu's in this movie, it's not a cameo. I think Keanu... Or not this movie. In this franchise, I think Keanu will be a the character. And I feel like, if anything, he'll be Etienne or whatever. The, the bad guy that they've been setting up in Hobbs and Shaw.
2: But wouldn't would that qualify as a cameo in this movie? To setting up a long term or a more yeah,
0: but also established role? doesn't know what words are. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> <fair>. <laughs> but I, I do. My money's on Michael Caine. Fezbian related
1: to drama yeah. or Stallone related to drama and the theater. Mm-hmm. Do you think of either of those two terms when you think of Vin Diesel or Fast drama and furious. or the <laughs> theater? I love it, dude.
0: Let him live his life. Vin, you're
1: not, not a thespian.
0: Yes, he is. You're
1: barely an actor.
0: You're about twenty percent actor <laughs> oh, right now. Man. <laughs> oh man, um, the you know one thing though, Kev, that a Stallone is times. actually, I think, a, the probably most likely outcome yeah. of this is because we see in the trailer of Fast Nine, we see a shot of like a car, like an older car, like flipping over, and it it looks like the scene that Vin he, uh, described of his dad dying in Fast 4. So I think get we the get wrench. a flashback of Vin's dad.
3: It ends with him picking up a wrench going to kill the dude that puts him in jail. Mm-hmm. He doesn't kill the guy. He breaks his face, I think. If it's
1: Stallone, Just, that'd be amazing. Because yeah. be Stallone so is an Academy Award winner. So yeah. there you go. Rocky there there go. Go. Awesome. Bobo. There it is. No, well, uh, Rocky. Rocky. Yeah.
0: Then another, another thing. Uh, they announced that Spider-Man 3 is going to start shooting in July. We'll see. Uh, Zendaya is back. Cool. It's not. <laughs> it's not going to start shooting <laughs> yeah, No potential. it's cool I'm sorry
1: it is cool. it's cool I don't think it's going to start shooting in July yeah. yeah I think there's so much produ- There's going to be so much production backup That it's going to push everything back yeah. but God it's insane man mm. it's, it's bananas insane. Hey right. luckily they went They already did the one Where they go to Italy So that's good yeah. Yeah, yeah, got that one out. Stay home. Yeah, that would have sucked.
3: <laughs> Spider-Man 3, stay home. Stay,
0: stay home. <laughs> Damn. You got to put that tweet out right yeah, now. Yeah, wait, that's actually really funny. That's a good tweet. Um, we asked you to submit some questions and stuff for uh, us to talk about on Patreon.com slash funny. Uh, Brandon H. says, assuming this continues into the summer, what does this mean for the existence of the summer blockbuster?
1: I will still be around. But not intended, this year. Actually. Not this year. Yeah, now. not yeah. this year. I mean, but it's not. It's... But that window is, is predicated <clears> largely <throat> on kids being out of school. That's why the summer blockbuster was always a big deal. Like People were taking time off, teachers were off, all that stuff. And so kids had nothing better to do than go to see these crazy big-budget blockbuster movies, which is why a lot of those movies try to skew PG, PG-13 when it comes to that stuff.
0: That's why you didn't see very big R-rated like, mega movies because yeah. kids couldn't get into them. That is interesting that a lot of the R-rated superhero movies tend to be more like February- or like, well, they've been playing around video. with different
3: dates on stuff, and I feel like that's what we're gonna see next year—a little bit more experimenting to
0: see what dates maybe they weren't thinking of beforehand that they could use to launch big movies. Yeah, man, it's interesting because I wonder at what point does twenty twenty one not look stacked? It's just twenty twenty. <laughs>
1: Oh, twenty twenty 2020 just, movies, but just. I think right? they have to do that. I think yeah. there's going to be yeah. a lot of people that because all these studios are the same studios that are releasing movies next year. Yeah, it's not like Disney's like, oh shit, we have to go up against a new studio X, whatever. They it's know what they're 21. Yeah. Up, yeah, they're just going to take all their movies and push them back a year, yeah. and it's going to suck. It'll be a, an unbelievable loss of money for for everyone involved. But, I mean, you're up against yourself when you're Disney, so why not just push it all back and and continue the slate? You know, Toodles
3: 24 says Patrick Stewart as Shaw's dad. I would love that so or fucking.
1: Ian much. Ma- or Ian McKellen would be awesome. Nah, too. Like, oh my god, had enough. Ian, McKellen, you shall yeah. not pass. Yeah, yeah marrow through my garage.
0: Sam Mosher, and we talked about this a little already, but do you think streaming will play a key role in carrying studios through these corona- coronavirus times? For instance, Disney could push Disney Plus by touting movies like Mulan or New Mutants as streaming exclusives. This whole situation reminds me of when the interview was pulled from theaters and was released on Netflix. Love the show. Thank you for the extra episode.
1: Yeah, I mean, for sure, Disney's gonna. If you if you have if you're Disney and you're doing theatrical releases of movies predominantly and you also have a streaming platform, yeah, you're gonna be better off than uh, uh, what was Peacock, right? Where they're, where they're not necessarily don't have that user base, they're not necessarily having that traditional kind of production workflow when it comes to that stuff. My big question is like, what, what, when does HBO Max, when was that supposed to come out? Is that a thing already or no? Uh, 20, no, I think it's May. May, yeah. I wonder if they're thinking like, hey, how do we get this thing pushed forward? how do we get hbo max like going right now yeah. i but i, that's, I think that's that warner brothers or is that no. yeah it's warner right yeah, yeah yeah yeah.
3: i think that that's yeah may 2020 may 2020 i think that may 2020 if things remain the same and we have this like if the state of emergency lasts that long i think that's the perfect time for them to launch cuz that's like now you've given people time to really spend like go going through Netflix and Hulu and kind and of just being like, yeah, and they're, and they're bored. They're watching bored, the same and now things. they want something new. And like that's yeah. the perfect time to have everyone mm-hmm. sign up for something maybe like yeah. a new service.
1: Yeah, I think obviously I, I don't think I don't think it's going to be, I think it's going to be Dire Straits no matter what. I don't think Disney. Disney makes so much of his money from the theatrical <coughs> releases, but also from the theme parks. So those those
0: two hits right there are going to be really yeah. really bad. I mean, here's the thing: like, there's no chance, and it doesn't make any business sense to put Mulan on Disney Plus. Like, that is not a world that will ever no. ever exist ever yeah. happen. That's not a smart like, idea. Looking at this, the like the biggest budget uh, movie that has been made for streaming services, Bright, ninety million dollar budget. Yeah. Right, that's a shit ton of money. That is insane. That's nowhere close to Black Widow and. Well, my um, bigger question
1: is: how Mulan many of these streaming it. services are available in China? Where a lot mm. of money is made with there, like we, we've seen it time and time again. If a movie doesn't, if it doesn't perform in China or if it's not allowed to be in China, it just tanks. Mm-hmm. And so, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if Disney Plus is available widely in China, um, but if it's not, then putting Mulan out on Disney Plus and not having a fa- theatrical release, you're gonna, it's gonna tank. There's just no fucking way. I mean, like, yeah. just especially since it is Mulan and it is like a you know it's based around Chinese culture and Chinese. I don't want to say mythology, but history? but I guess it's history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Fable, whatever it is, yeah. it's it's geared toward China. It's a Chinese story. You got to get it out into theaters in China.
3: That, that's just where it makes I think for a movie like Mulan, Mulan it makes more sense
1: to wait and hold it. Of course, yeah. of course. But it's, yeah, as far and as and that's why services, we're seeing
3: these get all these movies get canceled. In person, my big yeah. question
1: is how? What's I, I I keep thinking about Amazon, right? And I've I've always thought that Amazon was that slow, but like steady titan. That just will do- one day dominate as far as like content production because they have so much more infrastructure mm. everywhere else in the world that is going to be needed forever. Namely, just the the ability to deliver goods
2: just like the right diversity. to your fucking
1: door. They're they're yeah like Netflix. I always thought was going to be. I look at that and I'm like, they have their work cut out for them because they have to go up against Amazon, where their production studio is just such a small little tiny facet of their overall trillions and trillions of dollars that they're doing in transactions on a daily basis. So I just wonder like. I, I would love to see what Amazon looks like two years from now after this. Like, is this going to be huge for them?
0: I don't know. Brandon H also writes in says, uh, "How do these movie delays impact the content schedule for screencast and review going forward?" <laughs> um, <laughs> here's the thing: they're going to impact them. How we're figuring it out? Oh, and we, like- we
3: are scheduled to do um, what?
1: The, we have the, cool qui- friends today. No, no. Yeah. But
3: we're going quiet- to
0: do Quantum of R- Solace. Next week, right? That's well, Quiet, yeah, Quiet, Quiet Place. Quiet Place to next to year, yeah. and that's clearly this, not it's happening. going to drastically change it. It's not going to stop them. Like yeah, no, we'll figure it out. The beauty talk of about something. Of, the beauty of in review is, it's like we always try to do it leading into the next big movie. But if there's no big movie coming out. There's a lot of franchises that we have been wanting to do that people want to see forever. So we'll figure that out. And mm-hmm. you know, it's like finally uh, the Conjuring. In review.
2: No, Mighty Ducks. Really, in I review. thought you were all on John Carpenter in
1: review. I'm just going to oh, throw out there know. Pirates of the I wanna, Caribbean. I want to do the cult classics in review. Uh, by the way, cry night sayings Yes, it is not uh, Disney Plus is not available yet in China. They were they were playing that for the back half of
0: 2020, first part of 2021. So yeah. DJ Canto that. writes in with the last question of the day. Um, and even this isn't so much a question as much as it's just like a comment uh as someone who spent a decade working in film journalism and critique i can tell you there are a lot of jobs that are going to suffer over the coming months even peripherally uh what are journalists going to write about film sets are closing up shops studios are sending people home so what is there to write about or cover other than the fact that studios are closed a lot of these writers are struggling as it is most of them are freelancers and there's already a tremendous lack of job security you'll definitely be seeing a lot more coverage of tv shows and online releases i can tell you this if you're an indie filmmaker who's never uh, whose work never had a shot at hitting theaters and you're releasing digitally, expect an uptick in views, rentals, and purchases. Digital content, VOD streaming platforms are all going to get talked about a lot more. People stuck at home are going to find all kinds of hidden gems. And yeah, all that's true, but there, there's still the reality where it's like, yeah, everyone's turning here, but it's like that well's going to dry up. As well, too, right? Yeah, but, there's but us- the difference being, and just I wanted to piggyback off of the last question is just like we're going to continue doing stuff. Like, of course, that's that's we're lucky that we've built our company in a way and like built the backbone of what we do being based off us talking about stuff. And it doesn't need to be talking about news. It's fun to talk about news. It's fun to talk about new releases and react to live, of course, trailers and stuff. But like. We can. We'll adapt. We'll change. We're going to continue making content for everybody for as long as humanly possible. And if it hits a point that we can't make content anymore, guess what? We're all probably dead. Yeah. We're oh gonna God. Keep going to keep going.
1: Yeah. And, and that's the thing too. Is like for, as far as as far as journalists are concerned, I think you're just going to see a lot more lists like come out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I think there's a never-ending. Uh, you know, if, if you're out there and you're writing and you're pitching ideas for people, obviously the content, the desire to consume content is not necessarily going to go away from a a digital standpoint. So if you're out there, get creative. Use the BuzzFeed mentality of just having tons and tons of lists of crazy shit come out there because it gets me
0: every single time. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this has been a a somber kind of funny screencast, but uh, screencast nonetheless. Thank you very much for joining us this week. Uh, Stay tuned for updates next week and for schedule changes and everything. But um, until then, Uh I guess I won't see you at the movies. Yeah, no. But you'll see us on your couch.